What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. My name's Alex, and as always, my cohort here. Are you wearing the same shirt as last time? Yeah, I am. It's my Sunday shirt. I mean, you have other shirts. I don't know, but this one is that, is that you're like, I'm going to be on camera. That's the shirt I look good in. I got a flex shirt. No, not at all. That's the shirt that was there. Every shirt is tied on you. That went with these with these pants. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh. This guy. <laughs> all right. Before we even start getting into the like the ball busting here, we have an awesome announcement to make. Super stoked. We are proud to announce our brand new sponsor, AJG Fight. If you're looking to get a heat stamp, awesome logo, branded onto your gi, this is the company for you. Look up AJG Fight on Instagram. Let them know we sent you. We got all the links in the description below. But if you've seen any of our teammates with the, the uh, heat stamp geese on and you're wondering where can I get them, AJG Fight is your go-to place for it. Listen, Sean. We've done the heat stamp stuff before. We've had the competition geese. Usually doesn't last for crap. You got about what? Three washes? If you're lucky. Like if you're lucky, you'll get about three washes out of it. Not with this stuff. We've had teammates just go the entire year competing, wearing the same geese in training, and it doesn't go anywhere. They are solid work. They're awesome people. And listen, support the company starting up in jujitsu they're going to give you the best customer support hands down let them know we sent you like i said link is in the description below so big thank you to ajg fight for joining the jujitsu radio family we're super stoked and actually sean and i are going to get some uh some stuff pressed onto our competition gi so i got to get a new competition gi i wanted to look nice and fresh i got my own ideas for what i want on there you know what you're going to do on there on yours I got, I'm getting my logo. I'm getting the Gorilla Boy logo. True. Are you, getting, are you using the Yeti right now? Logo. Are you using the Yeti? The new Yeti cup? No, the mic. The My blue mic that I, I gave you. Is that no. what you're using? I'm using no mic. What are you using now? My, I bought a camera that has a mic. That's why you sound like crap. No wonder. All right, I'm going to pause it while you get yours clicked in. We're back Eight now that we cash now. now that we have the proper mic for this Goomba. Um, no, big thank you to our newest sponsor. Also, as always, don't forget to check out Chocaloha. Go to Chocaloha.com, use the promo code Jujitsu Radio, and you'll get an awesome discount on some of the best gear in Jujitsu. And I think I need to get another rash guard. I need to go buy another Chocaloha rash. I want some. Guard. I want some more. I want some more short sleeve chocoloha rash guards right especially summertime i like the black one the black ones that we have that's my favorite the black one and the one the black one and the black with the red like uh polynesian pattern on it and yeah those are those are my two favorites yeah i still have the my my blue belt one i I do need that one in purple belt soon um because I'm going to be a purple belt for a while. But you can get your own Chocoloha gear at Chocoloha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio and get yourself an awesome discount. Let them know we sent you. And as always, don't forget to check out Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co. Use the promo code JJ Radio and get 10% off the best soap you're ever going to use in your life. There's still people hitting me up asking for when we're going to finally release the, um, 
the jujitsu soap mixtape because we didn't get to really release it last year. Obviously, I didn't want people spending money when things were tight. So I still have a bunch, but we're probably going to do a special deal with the shirts. So we might do something special with the jujitsu radio slash jujitsu soap co collab soap that's going to come out there. So just keep an eye on there. But in the meantime, don't wait on it. Go to jujitsusoapco.com, get yours, use the promo code JJ Radio. You're welcome, you stinky bastards. Now, before we go, don't forget to follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ on Instagram. Yeah. And don't or don't. It don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter. None of this. You're matters. not gonna be entertained. Don't come to me looking for entertainment. So come to me. You can find me at Jiu-Jitsu Radio if you want to be entertained. There's actually gonna be a lot of stuff that we're talking about today about things that have popped up on the Instagram on the old boob tube. Uh, that we're going to have to talk about. So if you don't know what we end up talking about today, then that's your cue to go to Jiu-Jitsu Radio on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Share with your friends. And don't forget to uh, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon. We're everywhere. All right. So we appreciate all your support. You hitting that like button, hit the subscribe button does help us keep moving the podcast forward, which is what we're about to right now. Get your drink on. Get your drink ready. Let's do this. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. I'm going to have my recover, unrecovered product that was just thrown about here at the airport. It's not bad, man. Oh, I just realized why they were giving it away. (laughs) And why is that? (laughs) One hint. Made in in Mexico. July 13th, 2020. Ah, it's a little old. It's okay. It's still good. It's closed. It's a sealed bottle. I mean, as long as there's no mold or anything floating around, we're good. We're solid. What's up, buddy? What's going on? I haven't Nothing. seen you in a while. Yeah. I went to, let me let me fix this. So yeah, you were you were busy last weekend. I was busy last weekend, both doing similar things at different locations. It was crazy, man. Uh, tell me about yours first, because uh, that way I can tell um, you about mine. You know, I had uh, Sean do his, Sean, uh, one of my students, Sean did his first tournament. Jacob entered the tournament as well. It was the Art Suave or Art Suave uh, tournament down in, it was actually just in Davie. So it wasn't that far. Nice. Um, It was in a hotel. It was in a hotel, a resort. It's one of the nicest tournaments I've ever been in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was like, "Oh wow, this is this is nice. I could I can get used to this. You can do um, this." Yeah, they didn't. They really only had a couple mats going at a time, which kind of drew the 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 tournament out. Uh, yeah. Maybe not new breed to new breed lengths, Ooh. but uh, to, Those to are like weak long things. And uh, so Sean uh, beat uh, beat both of his guys. Nice. Uh, took gold. Uh, Jacob only had one, but destroyed him. Nice. So uh, both guys get, took gold home, and uh, it was it was good. It was a good time. That's good, um, man. Congrats to them. Yeah, for sure. No, we and did. I tell them. I tell them. I go, look, guys. You know, you guys did great. 
and they all want to thank me. I go, I don't do really do much. Yeah. Don't thank Sean. He don't, he doesn't do shit. Yeah. I don't do much. I might go there and coach you. I might, you know, teach you the techniques. Underhook. Under, if you under. want, if you want a synopsis of what Sean coaching you at a tournament is underhook. Underhook. It's really just that for about three or, hours or settle, settle, settle. Like, you're up by two saddle. That's about that's about to the extent of Sean's coaching at a tournament. I go a little bit more than that. Like but what? enough. I'll give you credit. Like 30 seconds. 30 Time. seconds. And the best I also part is say you our bars, our bars there if you want it. Triangles there if you want it. I but know. here's the thing. You know, you know what I don't like? You know what I don't like? And this is important. Uh is I don't like coaches calling out moves and I don't like anybody calling out moves to tell you the truth, because and we've all been there. We've yeah. all been in these positions where we know what to do. Yeah. It's just what they're not feeling. They're not feeling what we're feeling. We're, yeah. We know if we move a little bit this <laughs> move, way, move, you need to get out of there. It's like, motherfucker, I can't do anything clearly. Yeah. But like, you know, if you like, like if I call for, you know, a triangle, you know, it's there. It's there. The triangle's there. Yeah. You know, it. two things happen. He knows what's coming. So he's going to do that. He's going to defend. Or the guy's got a grip somewhere that I can't see or I, you know, I don't feel where the guy's blocking with his shoulders. Right. So, like, they might already be thinking triangle and it didn't happen. The only thing is, is Jake doesn't listen. We've talked about this multiple times. He doesn't yeah. hear me. <laughs> he doesn't hear me. He's one of the, but you know what? There's guys that are like that. that but they no, that's don't, not true. Jake did pretty good at, at the Orlando. Yeah, but he, he, yeah, he didn't hear me though. No, it was at Pans. Go to, that was uh, all him. Go to see like the top knob, the gain on the thing. Yeah, bring it up a little bit. That way. Keep going. That way. There you go. You're good. That's yeah. all. He, he does not, he, and he talked about it. He doesn't hear me. Yeah, he's, he's all a, in his head, so it's yeah. mostly him. Jacob is awesome, but he can be a dummy sometimes. It's all right. Yeah, it takes and, and a while. I know, some people I know need that. that. Like some people need the practice of listening, being able to hear a coach, and other times you just gotta let him go. So it's not really his fault. Everybody's no, different. It's just who he is. It's like he he's so into. Yeah, once he's focused, he's focused, which is cool. It's good to have because that like that's why he did so well at Pans anyway. So that's good for him, man. So. We, um, I was up in Orlando for the B2 grappling, helping our, our boy Carlos. Man, I can tell you that I wasn't the only one that's saying this, but everybody that I ran into um, kept on saying the same thing. Like, this is probably one of the smoothest run tournaments I've ever been a part of. And you know what was really cool is I came in Thursday night, helped them set up Friday, um, and probably one of the most fun crews I've ever gotten to deal with or work with. Like everybody was super positive. Everybody's all about like getting the show done and getting everything set up, man. I was sitting there helping the entire day, putting the, the mats together and things like that. Carlos handling stuff. Big shout out to, to Mike too. Mike runs um, the MMA fight stuff up in Chicago and stuff. So everybody was super cool, man. I'm still getting messages of people asking if I got any more photos of the tournament, but it was cool. And the funny part, it kind of blew my mind. Guess the most sought after submission of the day was. 
Was it IBJJF rules? Yeah. Well, similar, but yeah. Not exactly the same, but yeah. Um, I will say. Hmm. So straight ankle lock. Nope. But, but there a lot of the people, anybody in intermediate and above, everybody had a, a an attempt at a leg game. Everybody expert level is all leg game. They're like I barely saw anybody really being able to guard pass, take a back or nothing. Everybody was all about trying to do leg locks. But out of everybody, every single match that I watched, I would say 80% of the matches, gi-wise anyway, Ezekiel attempts. <laughs> Just constantly, constantly, everybody. Everybody was trying to get it from like all different angles. It's like, ah, that's new. I've seen more Ezekiels today than I've seen my entire time in jiu-jitsu. It was kind of it was cool to see the kids are kids are savages, man. I love I love Ezekiel's from the bottom. I don't like them from the top. Never really have because it's just it gives you. There's so much that can go wrong when you're on top. Going no. Ezekiel, I see. I would see it the other way around. No, whenever whenever I see people go for Ezekiel on the bot from the top, in mount position, get, in mount position, yeah, they get. You know they get they get reversed, and then the one thing that'll stop an Ezekiel or or any choke really is being able to lengthen and base out so they can't break you down and, and get get the most torque on the on the choke. So if you can get it from the bottom because they're here and here, that it, it's it's so much better. But when you go for it from the bottom to the top during the transition of the turn they're able to get their hands down and kind of make that space. That's what I've noticed most. If I'm on bottom and you're mounted and I'm going for an Ezekiel on you. No, that's yeah. If you're, or you're on, talking about while like you're in guard. What? No, while I'm in top mount and then uh, I go for it. If okay. I'm in top mount and I go for it uh -huh. and you, <clears throat> you, you reverse it. And now you're in my guard during that transition time it gives you a moment it's it's hard to keep them pulled to your chest right during that transition okay that's why i like it better from the bottom because well bro you you, you fucked up a long time ago don't get swept well it's it's hard when you got you know when you both you got two both both of your arms underneath a head and no base it just happens sometimes listen that's not what gordon ryan taught me so you know whatever well, that's Thank Gordon. You. I'm, uh, you know, and we'll get also, into that later too. That's that was crazy. How could no, we didn't talk about that? Was that no, no, that, that happened last the last one? Yeah, because that happened the night of uh, Friday when I when we were both doing our own thing. So the slap heard around the world, at least in the jujitsu world. So for those of you who have been hiding under a rock, whatever the hell you're doing, I don't know where the hell you've been because you should have known about this. Gordon Ryan and Andre Galvao got into a little bit of a kerfuffle. Would you call it a kerfuffle? What would you um, call it? Confrontation? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it should have been a fight, but it wasn't a fight. It was more so, of a... So we'll get into that. So let's give more description. So what happened is there's been a lot of heated back and forth this last several months when it comes to Andre Galvao and Gordon Ryan, which, by the way, to me, wasn't really coming from Gordon. Gordon... 
at ADCC was super respectful of, of Andre, even after was super respectful from Andre, but he did get a lot of shit coming from a lot of the Atos members, um, you know, in the time past that. And obviously he's gone back and forth with Barbosa. He went back and forth with Keenan because of like the stuff of Keenan going over to train with Donaher, then taking his stuff and using it in his online school uh, stuff with hanger. Um, all sorts of stuff, which is we could have like two or three podcasts just going over the history of the back and forth. Um, but then the whole thing with Galval the last couple of weeks where he was saying, oh, I'll fight you, but it's going to cost a million dollars, which is obviously that's what I like to call the fuck you price. Well, he, he not only did he it's not that I'd fight. I'd, he, he, he's been getting 30 grand a match at ADCC for the super fight. Which is a crazy amount of money. It's a huge amount of money for jujitsu. For one match, that's more money than some jujitsu tournaments give out altogether. So he was—he's been getting that for how many has he done now? Four, six. five, six. Yeah. And, and the tradition is the guy that wins the year before gets the super match. Yeah. Then you know whoever the super wins fight, the, the open, the absolute. Yeah, whoever wins the open, when gets a super fight the next year with Andre Galvao. Uh, we saw it uh, last year. It was with Felipe Pena. Two years ago. Um, two years ago. Well, yeah. last one. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, the last one. Um, you know, so we, we know this was supposed to happen. Um, but Andre Galvao does not want it to happen. I don't know if he doesn't want it to happen. I think what he's doing is I, I think it was his attempt of being the Connor in the situation where he's like pushing Gordon's buttons so much that the day that they finally fight, he goes off and, uh, you know, goes out of the game plan and is just emotional, which Galvao would capitalize on. But back to the story. So they've been going back and forth for quite some time, obviously getting more and more heated and Gordon calling them out on a lot of stuff. And to the point where Mo from ADCC had to get involved and say, yeah, that's not going to happen. Like that's more money than we've made at any ADCC ever. So there's no way that we're ever going to pay any of that stuff. Continuing going back and forth. And then finally there was the, um, was it who's number one um, last weekend and Gordon won his match against Roberto Jimenez. And then Craig won his match against uh, Ronaldo. So Gordon went to go shake uh, Andre's hand and clear as day. It's all on video. You just see Andre big middle finger to the face props to Gordon. He's like, instead of sitting there and going back and forth and, you know, debating and stuff, he just kind of just went whatever and just kept walking as they went backstage. I guess Galvao was on the phone uh, or it looked like he was on the phone and started talking trash to Gordon. Gordon just kind of was brushing it off and, got into Andre's face and Andre pushed him, which international law rules. International is, language of, 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 of school ground, school ground fights everywhere. It's not even school grounds. Like it's just international rules. Someone puts hands on you. You put hands on them back before it gets out of hand. And Gordon slapped <laughs> out of Andre to the point where he wobbled him. He wobbled him. Good. He got him. There was and I, we, we've been talking about slaps all week. I love a <laughs> good slap. I, and I said, look, I go, 
Here's the thing about a slap. A slap will stop you in your tracks. Where a punch, when you get punched, you go. You know you're in a fight. Yeah. And and like it's like you get punched and you come back, you 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 normally come back swinging or you know, you go down or you bitch up. Yeah. With a, a slap, even even people that fight and love to fight and I've seen it happen. I've seen some of the toughest men on the planet, you know, why well, you know, I wouldn't say that, I guess, but just people that love to fight. I've seen some I've seen people that got slapped in the face and it just takes them out of their game. They're like, yeah, it stops them shock. in their it's tracks. A, it's, it's like a, a weird. Yeah. It's like a weird little like tease. Like huh, huh, what, what just happened? Did it's I like, just get slapped? Did I just like, get slapped? Was that a slap or was it a hit? Cause that I've never been punched with a sting. Like, why is it, why is it sting? But so the first slap, cause there was a second slap. Gordon smacked the crap out of Andre. Andre stumbles and keeps on walking back. And Gordon, you could tell Gordon was kind of like just testing him with like the flinch and like Andre flinched. And then he got close to Gordon again and Gordon just smacked him. You don't see the second smack because the camera moved out. And then all of a sudden, bam, like you hear it. And well, how here's the thing. How fast is Gordon is if he's able to get off two beautiful sound making. Oh, that was slaps. solid. Yeah. You no, know, the, the hand he's got to be, quick. he's pretty quick. No, the hand was quick. I, so before we continue on, on where things are now, my initial point of view on this whole thing, I don't think you have, we, we haven't talked about this yet. Right. Ooh. So my take on this was, I think Andre didn't realize that anybody was filming. And it was going to be one of those situations where, you know, the next day Gordon is going to sit there and call him out saying stuff. And Andre would be like, no, that never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. That's not, we were having a conversation and you got heated like blah, blah, blah. But then there was cameras there and it was, cause it was in a dark room. It was in the dark backstage in between the stage and the back room. Like, and all of a sudden he gets smacked twice and he saw somebody's filming. That's when things kind of like, okay, I backed out because both times he was going at Gordon he was coming to get close to Gordon and Gordon put his hands on him to keep that distance man it someone works. pushes someone pushes me like the fact that Gordon smacked him and didn't punch him like that shows a good enough restraint because if it was me I'm fucking rocking I'm sorry I'm trying not to curse anymore but I'm rocking that chin but notice Galvao didn't start trying to like push forward until all of a sudden he realized the cameras were there. And then he's like, Oh, okay. Like let's have the conversation. Let's calm down. Let's calm down. Like, uh, uh-uh, man. And I give it, I give all credit to Gordon. I think Gordon kind of did play it up a little bit too. Once he like started seeing how many more people started coming out and he started charging. No, I, at I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, I think Gordon was angry. Oh, for sure. He was angry for sure. I he think, was I think, I think, what pissed Gordon off was the lack of respect that Galval showed him on the stage. Oh yeah. Um, and, and, and because say what you want about Gordon, his, his trash talk game is, you know, yeah. it's like, it's great. Um, but I think at heart when it comes to the sport and it comes to competition, I think he's a man of honor, you know? He's, and, no, he's super respectful. I mean, like, even yeah. while rolling, he'll sit there and like and talk shit. I mean, I've been literally a foot away hearing him talk shit to people, but afterwards, he's still like cool respect. But 
he's one of those guys that if you come at him like that, then he's got no problem coming right back at you. So, but the fact is, is that like when you sit there and see him going to shake Andre's hand and Galvao is just whatever to your face, like, okay, then you cross the line. Whatever respect that we had is gone. Like, because I could still sit there and talk trash to you, whatever, end of the match, cool. It is what it is. We'll settle this later well, on. Yeah, and it's the honor of the sport. You shake hands with the opponents. So now the opponents. that's where things kind of got super out of hand now. That's when I started getting mad after the fact, because then afterwards the respect, oh, Gordon Ryan doesn't know anything about respect. We have to be samurais and all this other bullshit. Like, first of all, like – Jiu-Jitsu has always been that way. I can't tell you the amount of like text messages and like DMs that I got after posting all that stuff um, on that night that it happened. Listen, let me square this out to all of you right now. Whatever you sit there and you think about Jiu-Jitsu is all about respect and no, that's not how we do things. And that's, you know, it's not like the old days. That's always going to be the case. There's tons of these people that are super like, what, like, godlike image to uh, everybody in jiu-jitsu they do the same shit they talk shit about everybody else just the same way they'll come up shake your hand and go like 10 feet away and talk mad shit about you or mad shit about another coach that they're like hey what's up bro what's going on blah 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 but then you catch them in a back room and they're gonna rip each other apart that shit talking's always been there as far as fighting fighting where it's a street fight that's literally brazilian jiu-jitsu from square one there's there's i keep on telling people if you want to sit there and say oh gracie's all respect blah 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 just google the name Hufino santos just look up Hufino santos and see which ones of the gracies that ended up going to jail for two years for destroying this guy's arm and basically ending his catch grappling career so there's there's tons and tons of stories like that the whole thing with jujitsu against luta livre jim stormy that's always been the case and by the way if you want to compare yourself to samurais samurais were absolute nut jobs like have you ever really <laughs> sat down, like sat down and done like research on like samurais and how samurais lived and stuff why well, i'm watching a thing on netflix right now no but like have you sat there and like really seen like what they like they did and how they lived and how they treated people oh, they, oh yeah they were basically took they were like robber barons for the most part no, it was worse than that. They were absolutely psychotic. At one point, samurais believed that if you killed enough people, that you would never or you'd be cured of illness. So there's legitimately like this is all in history. Samurais thought that like if you killed a hundred people, you'd be cured of any illness. So if you're pissing fire and you don't know what's going on. They'd go and at night they would hide and they would randomly kill like merchants on the road or anybody that they would find like, like walking and that they knew they could get away with it so much. So where they literally had to say like, guys, like the local, I guess, sheriff, or whatever you want to call it, the local law is like, you guys need to chill out with this thing. Please stop. But the people would still do it. Like they, they would get away. Well, with yeah, Cause they, murder had, cause no they were the, they were the, the upper class. Yeah. So anybody so, below them was like garbage. So before you say, oh, samurais are all about respect and not another samurais were nut jobs, like power hungry nut jobs too. So you can ease with that whole honor respect thing. Yes, a hundred percent. You and I have been, I, I've never had any issues with anybody at a gym. Like we respect everybody and that's the way that it should be. But the fact that people are sitting there and coming up with some 
BS, like holier than thou that no, there's none of this stuff going on. You are sadly mistaken. You are not as deep into jujitsu as you really think. You do not know the real truth about what people are doing in jujitsu. Like you just see. Well, just what think about a couple of years ago with Half Gracie. Yeah. Even with Half, he handled it on the street. Like, well, should he have? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That shouldn't have been the case. But that wasn't a mutual fight. That was assault. That was that a was guy. assault. That was jumping. <laughs> That's literally assault. Like, that's what you go to jail for. This case. This was mutual combat. Yeah. Andre initiated it. He pushed Gordon. Gordon fought back. Andre didn't do anything else after that. And, 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 you know, it's funny. As I commented on a few threads, you know, across social media when that happened. And and I said, you know, and there were two camps, it seemed to be. Like, you know, there was those that said that, you know, Galvao was in the wrong and the other ones that said that Gordon was in the wrong. And I said, no, I mean, here's the thing. The bottom line is, you know, when you get a put, you, the moment you put your hands on somebody, it's over. You cross it's that over. line. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, Gordon was walking up aggressively. Um, so Galvao was well within his rights to push, to push. And he was well within his rights to get smacked back. But and and, and the, here's here's what made me laugh. So one of the guys, somebody said, Gordon's lucky he did it to one of the most peaceful practitioners of the art. Otherwise, he would have been destroyed. And I was like, no, no. I go, well, and here's the thing. Andre Galvao may be one of the most peaceful practitioners in the sport. I don't know him. We've met him, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it was a quick handshake Quick, photo a, take, and yeah. take a po- picture and run yeah and it was you know and he was a nice guy and 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 you know and all that stuff but here's the thing the reason that galval didn't punch back and the re as far as i i'm concerned is because there is a fear there of getting into a fight with gordon ryan gordon ryan is undefeated in his last what is it 42 matches something like that yeah undefeated and most of them are finishes. You know, if you don't think that Gordon Ryan is the best grappler on the planet right now, you're mistaken. And if you think that Andre Galvao doesn't know how good Gordon Ryan is and oh, how sure, quickly yeah. or, you know, and, and not how quickly, but the potential for being embarrassed by Gordon Ryan isn't there in the back of his for head. Sure. You're I wrong. Mean, it, there, there is was, fear there. There was no win. There was the only thing that could have happened, the only win that he could have had in this whole situation, if you're Galvao, is none of that happened. If none of that happened, 100%, you would still get the win. But the fact that you instigated it with the middle finger, did the push. And started the trash talk backstage. And started the trash talk backstage, and you got smacked, and you did nothing back, man, that's a big, that's a, and you're someone what who was seven and oh, what was he? Like he had MMA fights. Like it was so it can't be like, oh, I don't know how to fight or I didn't want to fight. He knows how to fight. He knows exactly what happens when you push somebody. So there was no win for him in that whole situation. 
Well, the yeah. only win he could have had was if they would have fought and he actually won. But see, even then, that's even more. It's already tarnished his his image to a lot of people. Obviously not his students. His students are going to be all about Andre. Like, it, he's he's Xerxes to them, you know. He's walking around. That's our God kind of thing. So, whatever. Like, if that's who they want to idolize, that's fine. I got no problem with Andre. Like, again, we barely met him. He seems like a nice guy. Just Like, there's just beef going on. But there's... There's no win in that situation. There, there really isn't. You got, you pushed someone, you initiated a fight, got rocked, and did nothing. And there's not a single person that I've spoken to in, in our world that said, like, what do you say? What do you do? You can't do anything now. You got smacked twice, and you did nothing. You just stood there. There's, there's no pride. There's no none of that stuff. Like, bro, you are a martial arts teacher that just got smacked around and you did nothing back when you're supposed to be you know one of the top in the world no no way and if someone imagine let me ask you if someone did that to henzo what do you think what would happen <laughs> you got henzo would smash him okay yeah. if someone did that to to marcelo garcia most likely marcelo is going to be like i'm just about to choke this guy out take him down go choke him out that's it walk away i don't see why not I mean, Matt Sarah's done it. I mean, I don't see anybody in their right mind if they're getting smacked around, assaulted, like that they're not going to sit there and do it. There's and just, here's what's weird. Was the apology video, or not the apology, but the... The apology explanation? The the uh, the forgiveness video that Galvao yeah. put out. That, so, I mean, you, you can explain that one if you want, because I've been kind of going off. All right. Basically, what happened was uh, recently, you know, Galval said he was going to address what happened. He put we out a fifteen. Put we, out we, a fifth. Yeah. We, it, it look at look for go to uh, Jujitsu Radio Instagram. You can see it. The thing is, he put out this fifteen-minute talk where half of it was in Portuguese and, and, and half, half in, in English. English. And you know, basically, he talked about you know, how he realized how much he's got to lose and if fighting him would have done nothing and he forgives Gordon. He should have apologized to Gordon. Yeah, yeah. It was like the most roundabout insult, like... Yeah, it was it, it, like there was no apology. And and if he was, you know, if... here's And then here's the, the, the kicker of the whole video is at the end of it, he, he had a commercial for a flash sale yeah. on his site. Like... That was Either. Like the, that was, and it's funny. That's that's probably the most disrespectful thing, like that anybody could sit there and do to like to just disrespect people's intelligence. The fact that that's just a disrespectful approach to someone's intelligence. Guys, I'm so sorry. I'm better than that. Thank you, God. Blah blah blah. Thank you, God. Like, yeah. Well, God wasn't the one that pushed somebody. Like, it was you. Like you don't i forgive you forgive you for what i forgive you for smacking me after i like pushed you how right, does that and, work and if, if he truly wanted to apologize he would have just said as gordon i'm sorry gordon i'm sorry i got in your face i should have shaken your hand i should have been a man of honor like you were trying to be and then i would have believed it and and mm -hmm. and if he really want if he really meant it he would have said in fact i i am so sorry i'm giving away got, <laughs> what I'm giving away my lessons. 
No, no. What I was going to say is if he really wanted to show how sorry he was, he would have said, not only do I apologize for my actions, but at the next ADCC, I'm going to, we, I will fight you for do free yeah. and I'll give oh, you, no. I'll give my feet a tr- charity. Or no, whatever. he would never do that. Like he would do it for charity. Maybe like wouldn't, wouldn't be great. But if you wanted to really apologize, be like, guys, I'm sorry I did this. Uh, you know, like, even if you don't even have to explain why you didn't fight back. Like, I realized I made a mistake and I didn't want to fight back and I already made a bad example. I didn't want to make it worse. I'm sorry for not representing my students properly, blah, blah, blah. Gordon, I'm sorry for sitting there and doing that. Like, let's do this fight. Like, let's do it the proper way. Cool, that's it. Man, you would have gotten away with it. That's it. But to sit there and say, guys... Gordon, I forgive you, uh, and, you know, thank God, thank my students, blah, 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 and now we're going to do a flash sale for 30% off. Like, come on, man, are you really using this? So now you're – that tells me that you did this for the attention it was going to cause because that's the only reason why it took so long to get the statement. It was to, for, to make sure that they were going to have enough time to set up the promo code for the flash sale and make sure that all the coding and stuff on the back of the website was done. That's all it was. But to sit there and use the attention that you just got off of Gordon shows that you're using him so you can make money. Like, come on, man. Like, that's so cheap. Can you, like... Yeah, that, that again, it was it came off as insincere. Yeah, no, it's disingenuous. 100% is disingenuous. Yep. Like, And it's, again, I got no beef with the guy. I'm sure he's a really nice guy. I mean, I'd love to sit there and talk to him about it. But there's no way I'm not going to call you out for sitting there like... Guys, I'm really sorry for stealing that car, punching the baby, and setting fire to, you know, the entire right wing of the hospital. But, you know, to show you how sorry I am, I'm giving you 20% off when you use the promo code. Come on, dude. Really? Yeah. Like, no. No, no. The only thing thing that he can do now is fight Gordon for free. No. No, I mean, still get paid. Listen, get paid. I'm not going to knock you for trying to get paid. Like, get paid, do the fight for it, but, like, sit there and say, I would say, if you're going to do it, if you really, really wanted to make money out of it and you really thought you had it, $50,000 each, put it down, winner takes all, and the whatever winning prize. Yeah, but here's the thing. You can't talk about honor and then talk about money at the same time. You sure can. You can sit there and put it down, like, sit Mm -hmm. there. Not when it comes to combat. Not Listen, in my eyes. How's, that, like, how's that any different than a, than a UFC fight? Because that's what they do for a living is actually. Well, that's what they do for a living. Fight. They do jujitsu. They fight no, that, for a jiu-jitsu living. Jitsu is not. A, that's different. That's not a grappling. Fight. It's not a fight. It's different. And 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 that and with fighters, that is how they make money. Well, that's how Gordon makes money. No, Gordon doesn't make money with grappling. I mean, he, he does make – that's not how he makes – I mean, he does make money with grappling. Don't get me wrong. But he's already – his money's already set. It's not like he got rich from from grappling. Um, I mean, it's not like you're and, talking and, about and, a guy that was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. No, it's no, totally I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is fighters, their only means of making money is fighting. Jiu-jitsu, play, jiu-jitsu players, the way they make money is is through students, through videos. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's through jiu-jitsu. Through jiu-jitsu. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's not through the actual – there's a there, prize fighting versus what Coaching. they do. What's that? You're talking about one's a coach and one's a fighter. 
well, not even like one's an actual fighter that that their what food is on their table depends on who they punch in the face and making sure they punch the other guy more. And the other guy's got a school that or or a DVDs series that that he's got to make sure is out there. So it's like it's it's different. It's just different. And and I, you- I'm gonna go ahead and just let you know that I completely disagree with you on That's how. Fine you, with you. I see what you're trying to say. I'm going to disagree with you on it. I see the way that you're looking at it and I, I get it, but no, at the end of the day, they're still, they're still competing. No, I, mean, I understand. But it's this not a hundred percent of their income, but most fighters fighting is not a hundred percent of their income too. They're probably mm-hmm. doing construction. They're probably working in offices. Stipe Miocic is a heavyweight champion of the world. He's still a freaking firefighter. Yeah, but that's not what, that's not what I'm saying about the sport it's it's the sport itself either gives them gives them money through actual fighting everybody or through their school like you know or you like when it comes to jujitsu you know owning the school owning multiple schools owning you know what i'm saying that's just but that's galvao on galvao's end yeah sure but but that's most jujitsu guys like most jujitsu guys yeah but most of most of them don't even have the balls to sit there and keep on fighting every couple of weeks and trying to get big name cards and stuff like that. They're gonna like sit there and do a couple of IBJJFs here, there, and the other, maybe make two grand, four grand, five grand here and there. Meanwhile, Gordon's like, if I'm gonna go compete on it, it's it's no different than if you're like No, I understand, but I think at this point it's it's crossed the line. You take the money out of it. If you truly wanted this to be about yeah, honor, no, that see, like seeing it that way, then like yes, I, I agree with you on that aspect of hundred percent. Fight to fight, fight to see who's number one. But they're not fighting to see number one. We already know that Gordon is number one. It's just Galvao has to sit there now and say, "All right, well then, fight. Stop ducking them and fight." Because right now everything's been about ducking them and you trying to make a show about, "Oh, you no, know, I need a million dollars." Gordon's like, "Fight, just fight. That's all that there is. Just fight." Because at the end of the day. It might not be the most interesting match to a majority of the people, but no time limit, sub only. That is how you're supposed to know who's number one. That's it. That's it. The greatest thing to come out of this whole mess, I bet the Danaher memes. memes. Oh, the memes are so good. The memes have been so good. I actually, I'm kind of working on my own. I'm going to make my own meme out of all this. I need your, I need your input on a couple of parts because it's going to be a good one. It's a very elaborate meme. It's gonna be good. Well, be careful. No, no. be careful. I'm still no, no, it. no. My, the whole thing is what makes a meme a meme is its simplicity. I oh no, listen. It's you're still gonna find it funny. It might not be viral, but we're still gonna laugh. So it's a video I'm working on. You'll see. But oh, okay, video. That yeah, that's the that's the biggest um, thing that's going on. It's to and it's kind of been like bugging me the whole week, just kind of the whole situation about what happened because you should have fought. You should have fought. If someone puts hands on you, you fight back. That's it, right? If we, you and I went to a bar, we went to go someplace to eat, someone comes up and starts talking shit to me, they push me and I smack them back and then they don't fight back. What would you say? Like, exactly. You realize like you fucked up. Now, if I put someone, they smack me and I don't fight back. What would you think? You're a pussy. Exactly. And it's not even about what you think of me. Oh, you're a pussy. Like, bro, you started it. You better finish it. Oh, you didn't finish it. 
yeah, next time, don't start pushing people. Like, don't sit there and do something stupid unless you're going to back it up. That's my thing. Yeah, you're either a pussy or a bully. Yeah. So it's it's like you trying to bully someone. You got handled. Shut the fuck up and take your medicine. That's that's all there is to it. It's just shut up and take your medicine. Now, you know, do you see who else was super pissed off about all this and called uh, Andre out? No. Orlando. Did you see what he said? Let me see. I think I have it up here. Let me uh, pull this up real quick. So Orlando Sanchez made a comment about the whole situation. Um, where is it? Let me find it. And uh, where is it? I just had it. There you go. Uh, Orlando Sanchez calls Galvao's apology bull. Uh, let me see the quote that he posted up. Uh, Throwback to my four-year Eve training. Come on, where is it? Oh, come on. I said, this is something he posted on uh, on Instagram. Forgive you, man. He said, Galval then proceeded to discuss his Christian faith, crediting God. And, like, he basically just took a clip of the um, of the article that went out and then got an um, Orlando wrote, you can't make this shit up. And some people are saying how honorable and respectful he is. Our world is so fucking delusional, my God. And uh, it's a such bull. Don't forget to mention the real reason for his IG live flow grappling. He actually plugged his website for 50% off. So, yeah, I mean, Orlando sees it like we do. He, like, he made the exact same comment. You know, it's that part just, the, if anybody sits there and keeps on thinking the exact same thing they thought about him before that video, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Because if someone did that to me, like, sorry, man, I'm out. I'm out. I If one of my friends did something like that, like, I'm out. Unless you're doing it as a purposeful troll, I'm out. That's that's just bullshit. That's a, that's the most bullshit apology ever. It's like it's literally just mocking and then throwing in the whole Jesus thing over and over again. That's just uh, I'm not playing. I'm not even a religious person, and I'm I don't play that. It's just kind of crossing the line to me. So whatever it is what it is. They did it. Um, Craig Jones actually after that, Craig Jones got a new fight. You see who his next match is going to be? No, but Craig Jones said something funny about. Uh, he posted. Oh yeah, he posted. He's like, well, it's, since it's oh, not by the way, anymore, or something like that. By the way, I competed tonight and won. And actually, Gordon apologized. He posted a thing. He's like, sorry for taking the night away from you. It was your match. You were the headline, and I took the spotlight away. So shout out to Gordon. He just apologized right off the bat. No, but after the fact, actually, Gabby lost her match, which was. Whatever, she she made a couple of excuses saying she had a broken rib and stuff like that. If that's the case, cool. It's totally up to you to compete with a broken rib. But she called out Gordon. She said she'd fight Gordon. And Craig said he'll take the fight. Yeah, I so, see that. Yeah, Craig said. Craig Craig's Jones versus Gabby Garcia. On March 26th. So it's, supposedly it's going to happen. Supposedly it's going to happen. Who do you got? Who do you got? Hmm. I'm going to go Craig because I think it's going to go legs and I don't think Gabby is as versed in the legs. I think she would probably like try and like smash him down. But I don't think, I don't think Gabby was actually calling out Gordon Ryan. No, hundred percent she was. <clears throat> no, she said our job is to take the fight. If, if Gordon Ryan called me out, I take the fight. No, she, afterwards she sat there and said, Gordon Ryan, let's do this. 
Right, but re- listen to what she said first. The the first interview that was pre pre fight night. No, no, even even in that conversation, she said she was like, or that part, she was like, you know, Craig, or if 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 he wants to do it, come on, let's do this. Yeah, that's calling somebody out. No, that's not what she she was saying. I just think it was a. I think she was trying to make a point of. She was trying to say anybody can get it. Yes, if it's it, that's what I think she was trying to make a point of. I don't know. I'm and sure it came she out. It, no. it came. She definitely meant anybody can get it, but she said anybody can get it, including you, Gordon Ryan. You can catch these hands too. That's what she was saying. What are you doing? Right. Looking it up. I, I'm getting it. Yeah, I want to find it. If all right. Anyway, in the meantime, she put Craig so Jones took shit. it. Craig Jones is taking the match. I think it's going to be one of those. Craig is going to try and play a Z guard, go for the leg lock, and then he's going to. It's going to be a tough match. He's going to have to sit there. I hope his strength and conditioning is up to par, because Gabby is no slouch. She is pretty freaking strong, but I'm definitely going to have to say that Craig's technique is a little bit better than Gabby's. So I'm going to go with that one. It's official. That's the. That's what we're calling that one. That's. That's what the. Uh, prediction is uh let's see let's get into some more jujitsu news in the meantime here um there was something else oh um this one's pretty cool at the uh at that same march 26 event mikey is finally gonna do some competing and nogi uh against marcelo cohen our good friend marcelo from up in jupiter um and it's funny marcelo actually called me up i knew before everybody else he didn't tell me who it was he's like when you hear the name, you're gonna you're gonna have a uh, fun with it, and I kind of guessed it. I kind of guessed it. So, but man, people have been shitting all over Marcelo on like the posts, which I think is a bad bad. What idea. are they doing? They're 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 hating on him hard. They're hating on him hard. They're like, who's this guy? I don't know who the hell this is. Like, if you if, then his, then they're not watching Eddie. They didn't watch any of the Eddie Bravos. Yeah, I'm like, listen, if you are calling yourself like a someone that's deep into grappling and jujitsu and you don't know who Marcelo Cohen is, then you're, you're fucking up, son. You are full of shit. You are not about that life because Marcelo is legit. And you're talking about someone who's been on the flow grappling, number one seat, number two seat and top 10 for a while. So, and, and people aren't racing to, to fight against Marcelo either. At least not anybody worthwhile. Anybody with a big name is not, is ducking Marcelo for sure. Because uh, the younger guys are trying to come up and like it kind of makes no sense for him to go after like these younger guys because it's what's he going to get out of it, you know, but man, all the the bigger names, uh, they're not racing to, to go up against Marcelo. So yeah. Mikey and- against Marcelo is going to be a good, good technical match. Somebody, somebody uh, I read somewhere said, I hope Marcelo heel hooks Mikey. And not that Marcelo's not a, a leg uh, locker, a leg locker, but they don't know what Marcelo's obviously good at. Yeah, I mean the guy's literally got his a DVD out on what he does, like what he does. Yeah, he's Kimura a Kimura, He's a Kimura dude, yeah. and and I have seen him get guys bigger than him, stronger than him, in a Kimura. And Kimura, what's funny about the Kimura is. It's always been labeled as a big guy move. Yeah. You can't say it when, when Marcelo does it. Yeah. 
you know, <laughs> Marcelo is what is he? A hundred? Is he one twenty five? One thirty five? I can't I remember what 135, weight. One thirty five. One thirty five. Like one forty five, somewhere around that. Um, he's not a big guy, but yet he is able to hit this on everybody. People bigger than him. listen, man. He so you can't say it's a big guy move. The hard part, like on this match, is okay. They're both guard pullers. Like Marcella has good guard passing. Obviously, Mikey has good guard passing, but their their game definitely comes from a guard base. Whether it's like a 50-50, like Marcelo is definitely going to want to get a full guard on Mikey, which I can't think of the last time someone got Mikey in a full guard. Um, that's the hard part of the match. Moving from there, Mikey is definitely super strong now. I mean, the kid's jacked. He's what, 23 now, something like that? 23, 24, something like that. Yeah, so he's got the man muscle kicking in now. Marcelo's fast. Marcelo's fast, and Marcelo, like, he knows when to sit there and play cool, too, but there, it's going to be a high-paced um, match. So I'm actually really, really curious to see you on it. I think Marcelo definitely has the opportunity to get Mikey. I think it's it's doable. It's not going to be easy. Um, most likely, it'll probably go to a draw just because Mikey isn't going to tap. But Marcelo has a pretty probably more than anybody else I know that has an opportunity to uh, to tap out Mikey. And listen, Gordon couldn't tap out Mikey. So yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. It's it's grappling. Just one mistake can anybody, lead to it. Yeah, anybody to, can get it at any time. Anybody can can lose at any moment at any at any match. It could be, it, you know, it could be, you know, it, you know, it's just a small mistake, you know, yeah. whatever. It doesn't take much in our sport to become, you know, a winner or a loser. Yeah. Sometimes it's it's catching the right guy at the right moment and or or whatever, but it's you know. It, it, it's not going to be a walk in the park for Mikey as, as everybody thinks because Marcelo is a tough, tough customer, but it's, it's, you know, it's going to be interesting for sure. Yeah. And it's funny, like this is how stupid people are and how oblivious they are to the world of grappling. So when they had the image of Mikey out there and then they had Marcelo blacked out because they hadn't announced it yet, people were obviously like trying to guess who it was. And one of the, somebody's comment I read was Coyotera. Like, are you stupid? Why would he go up against his own coach? That's his own team and that's his own coach. Oh, yeah, well, I know, but, you know, I think, he, I think they left. They, they left still, him. Yeah, they're still friends. They're still there. Like, well, I'm sure they're still friends, but. But he's not going to go sit there and go rolling. Are you kidding me? Like, the whole issues that, that he learned just when he had to deal with rolling against uh, Bruno, like, no. He he's not yeah, gonna but they do were, that again. And Bruno was never really a coach to him. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. That no, was they like would his go first up. coach. Yeah, no, that was like one of his first coaches was Bruno Malfasini. That was the whole big thing. So when when Mikey went into the division, it was the year that Bruno said, Oh, I'm not gonna compete. And that's why Mikey went into the into that division. And right. then last out minute out of respect. Yeah. And then last minute Bruno decided to join. He's like, Well, I can't drop out. I'm not gonna fucking drop out. That's on him. So I don't know, man. It's good. I think this is the beginning of seeing Mikey jump into these matches. So that means, and we're gonna we're gonna find out a, a lot about Mikey. Yeah, and his development because I mean, especially in Nogi, because he's been Gi for so long. But Mikey's always trained Nogi too, so it's it's gonna 
kind of kickstart Nogi and the lighter weight divisions all over again. Um, I think it's going to be pretty crazy. Now we're going to start seeing Mikey hitting up stuff like, um, you know, third coast grappling, who's number one. Um, maybe, I don't know if he would do EBI. Maybe he would do EBI. I don't see why not. I think at this point now he's finally to the place where he can say the money's got to be right, which is great if that's the case. Um, but man, I can imagine Mikey putting on a good show for, for um, third coast grappling. Yeah, and and, and and like I said, what was? Did, where did Mikey lose? He lost. Oh, I was at the pan. Was it the pans or the? I think it was the pans that he entered into the heavyweight. Yeah, uh, well, that's what like when he fought up like against like uh, Ali. Yeah. No. 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 He 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 fought somebody else and lost. Um. This this past pans. He 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 said he wasn't gonna make it. Let me see. Then he actually did. Let's see, Mikey Musumeki, even though I'm on the computer and this is just going to be faster. There's BJJ Heroes. Let's see if Sean remembers what he's talking about or if he's going senile on me. He lost to Isaac Doe Ederlin uh, by advantages and the world championships. And then his loss before that was against Kleber Souza from referee decisions at Pans in 2017. Yeah, and listen, Ali at the European Open 2020. So, okay, so no, I'm sorry. He lost to by Katagatami to Orlando Montero at Pans uh, last year. Muhammad Ali by advantages, which is crazy. And after that, he didn't lose until since 2017. And before that was 2016. Yeah. So, man, Mikey has got a record, at least if this is accurate, of 44 and what? What do we say? Come on. 44 and four? That's yeah. a good freaking record, man. That's like old school Muay Thai record. Oh, speaking of which, you saw who, uh, who came over to Excel the other day? Yeah, uh, uh, well, I, I heard everybody was talking about it. it was uh, our boy Cosmo? Yeah, no. So uh, I teach Muay Thai at Excel now. So I was like talking to George and like, man, why don't we just get Cosmo here? Why would I? Like, first of all, because I, I only got to train very little bit with Cosmo. So any chance I can sit there and even like poke his brain Wee. and ask him questions. Like, so he came in and uh, man, it's so funny how the difference i always tell people you gotta understand that like there's levels to this shit so just how in jujitsu there's levels and pressure you know there's my pressure there's your pressure and then there's freaking you know bushesha gordon kind of pressure like that's a whole different world there's george pressure george pressure sucks that shit hurts cosmo kicking like i can take a kick pretty solid no problem cosmo just throwing his leg out there his technique is so precise that it still feels like you're getting like whacked with a bat. So when we were doing techniques, he's just like, all right, just do this and throw the kick. I'm like, Oh man, there goes my leg. There goes my leg. And it wasn't even a dead leg. It's just instant, just done. And he just kept going. I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting him to hit me like that. And I'm like, did he shave his head again? Yeah. He cut his hair, cut his hair. Yeah. And it looks good. He looks young. He's got the big beard now. He's going, uh, he looks like um, 
Denzel Washington and Book of Eli. He's got the big beard, <laughs> big beard short yeah. But it's so funny. It's like, so we were like, we we're doing the technique and we're talking about blocking a kick. And George is sitting there like filming it. <laughs> and he's like, otherwise you kick to the body. And I go to block. He's like, goof. I'm like, the hell? And I turn to George. He's like, oof. <laughs> like you can tell he's like i don't miss taking that shot i was like all right okay now i'm more prepared i know what's like mentally what's coming but cosmo like, here's the thing cosmo just he destroys faces with one punch so literally literally he one like, punch this is literal stuff it's so funny man but it was it was cool it was cool to get him in and um and see everybody like learn so when i've been teaching now is obviously beginning i don't do cardio kickboxing and muay thai it's exactly how brooks does stuff how my original muay thai coach taught me it was you're going to be doing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reps and that's your warm-up so i always joke about this with with brooks like i love it he loves it it's you start, you're, you're not even done warming up or starting to warm up until you run four miles, six miles, whatever. You got to go. So just to watch all these people who are just starting to get into kickboxing and Muay Thai, all of a sudden they're like, oh, 200 kicks, one leg, 200 kicks, the other leg, and then 100 knees here. And they're like, what? What do you, what do you, yeah, I don't know what you're looking at me for. Go. That's, that's how you get better. So it's just to see Ed, the pain in people's face. I love it. I fucking love that. <laughs> you just see everyone like, <laughs> everyone starts happy, like at the good first 20, 30. Like, yeah, I could do this. I can do yeah, this. Yeah, everybody, everybody's, everybody's happy at first. Once you hit 60. Uh, uh, well, even after it's no, after you hit that 20, even be, sometimes even before that 20 mark. Like 15, you're like, ooh. No, that's you. That's you because you're pulling 250. Like once you get lighter, it's a little bit easier. Yeah, but how when much you, you weigh it, now? How much you weigh now? 280, 285. Shut up. You're back up to 280? I've been there. I haven't. I. Everybody says all, I have not gone down or up. I've what been was the lowest from, you were? Because you were pretty low like no, two years ago. I was at 275, 10 pounds lighter. So this man, 10 pounds is a lot at that size. No, it's not. Do the math. It's less than ten percent. Why aren't it's you? Less than, it's less than two percent. I think. Why aren't you slimming down? <clears throat> I am. I thought you were doing keto and stuff. No, that's bullshit. You were all about keto like a year ago. No, like multiple years ago. Again, this was multiple years ago. But what happened this time? Then now you're no longer keto, Mister. I'm fasting. Are you fasting? Do you still fast? I still fast, but th you know what it is? is? I don't like to eat in the morning. So I what I do is I, I have uh, protein coffee. I take two scoops of collagen in my in my coffee. Blech. No, it, it's got zero flavor. It's like it's zero flavor, and I have twenty you make grams your coffee of protein. Chunky? Not at all. It makes someone. I remember it, disappear, it disappears. I remember someone gave me that uh, that advice, like, "Oh, I put protein in my coffee." Not pro, but just right. It's, it's collagen protein. Yeah, no, that's the just bullet, the though. bulletproof brand collagen protein. I don't bother when you, that. When when you pour coffee over it, it literally disappears. Didn't and that guy get called out for being full of shit? What guy? The guy from Bulletproof Coffee. He got called out for it's being. It's not full bulletproof of shit. coffee. It's bulletproof brand collagen protein. It's the same thing. No, it's not. It's the same company. No, it's not. Bulletproof, bulletproof. coffee is different from this brand. The bulletproof brand. Yes. All right, you show me the go grab it. Go grab it. Let me go look. 
Because I know you. I know you're gonna sit there and you're gonna be totally off. Let me look up bulletproof coffee. Watch it be the exact same logo. Bulletproof coffee. Let's see. Oh, I, I hope. I hope it's the same logo. God, I hope it's the same logo. Just so I can hear him like stutter his way out of like a BS excuse. Like, no, no, that's different. It's just what it looks like. Watch. It's gonna be white with an orange stripe on it. Because all of a sudden, what, you're going to have this two different brands with the exact same brand name? Come on. He's going to waddle his ass all the way back to the mic, taking forever. Hold on, hold on. Before you show me, is it white with an orange stripe? Hey, guess what, buddy? That's Bulletproof Coffee. No, it's not. <laughs> it's the same company. No, it's not. It's totally different company. Look at this. Bulletproof coffee. Oh my gosh, look, it almost looks almost exactly the same. It's the same brand, buddy. No. It is. You've you've been living in a lie. You're living in the matrix, Neil. All this is a lie. Go ahead, look it up. I'll wait. Shop all products. I'm at the Bulletproof brand website right now. All products. And wouldn't you know it? Bulletproof coffee. Medium roast. I'm about to roast your fat ass real quick. No, I don't think so. I'm, what do you mean you don't think so? I don't think this is the same stuff. Well, okay. What's the small print say? What's the trademark? Bulletproof. Bulletproof brand and all Bulletproof coffee products owned by Bulletproof. And we're not even sponsored by this, and we're giving them all this advertisement. What did I tell you? Did I not tell you that this is what was going to happen? I don't. I don't see it. Mm. No, how convenient! Those fake ass goggles you're wearing over there, bubbles, and you can't see the brand. But this is this isn't coffee. I know it's not coffee, Sean, but it's owned by the company that makes that same coffee. It's the same guy. Go ahead. Are oh, you going to do the whole research? You're going to wiki it now? No. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. Yes, the guy got called out for being full of shit on, like, the bulletproof coffee thing. What did he get pulled out? What like, did he the, the, the mycotoxins and all that stuff. Like, yeah, that's, like, not true. Like, even, like, Rogan, like, ripped him apart on it and stuff. But, yeah, they found out, like, he's just full of crap, and he was lying to a lot of people on the research and stuff that he said that he did and he was just kind of making it all up to sell the brand. But listen, if you like bulletproof coffee with the THC and stuff, I mean, once in a while, I'll still put the THC on there. It doesn't do what it says it's going to do, but whatever. It's not going to kill you. Let me go. I'm going to the shop. Protein. You're going to go. You're going to go buy stuff now. I'm like, no. well, I'm here. I might as well. All right. It might be the same. Oh, okay. I appreciate but, you. I appreciate you being in the this, But this is wrong. This isn't, it is the same brand, but this isn't the coffee. It's just, yes, it's just, no, it's not the coffee. It's their it's brand just protein. collagen protein. Yeah. And there's nothing, there's nothing. Well, you got to be careful taking collagen though. Why? Because um, I don't know if it's hydrolyzed collagen on its own, but the collagen, you'll start getting pockets of stuff like in between your joints and things like that. It's like super painful. But there is side effects to collagen. I used to take it all the time. I learned the hard way. 
I used to take hydrolyzed collagen and it was the worst. It was this tiny little shot of stuff. And then out of nowhere, I would start getting almost like a bubble pop up in between some of my knuckles. And if you pressed it down, it would hurt. It would take a couple of weeks for it to kind of dissolve and go away. But yeah, so there are side effects to it. But it's, listen, it's good for the joints. Just got to be careful with it. Yeah, well, I, I love it. I mean, because again, I just put it, what I really wanted to do is I, like, the only thing I really drink in the morning is coffee. So yeah. what I started doing is I, I found that this stuff disappears in hot liquid. It's called dissolve. The word yeah, is I dissolve. That. I understand it means dissolve. it dissipates, but it doesn't. It doesn't make it chunky. It doesn't make it yeah. thick. Yeah, it doesn't coagulate. It doesn't coagulate. It doesn't do anything. So it's like what I like about it is it totally is is gone when I mix it up, and yeah. and it it doesn't add any flavor. Doesn't doesn't take away any flavor. And oh, now my coffee, my cup of coffee that I normally drink has got 20 of grams of protein in it. Nice. So you get the poops and you're going to get protein in your poops. I had to stop drinking coffee. I told you, right? No. I had to stop drinking coffee like altogether. I'm at like, it's almost like being like rehab. Yeah, I'm a month out. I'm recovering. I had to stop, stop drinking coffee. No, like, okay, I'll just have a cup today. Like full on stop. My stomach was getting destroyed destroyed so i'll probably have to spend the next like four or five months without drinking coffee and get like everything like checked up so kids don't get old getting old sucks and don't drink too much coffee see i would drink like seven cups a day so that'll definitely demolish your insides all right let's see what else we got there was something else that i wanted to talk to you about uh in jujitsu so we got uh oh so there's some new uh, organization, and I almost don't even want to say their name, but it's such a freaking joke. Here's the thing, all right? Let me let me speak to everybody, because this has been happening a lot lately. Jiu-Jitsu is a very niche sport, right? There's not – overall, there's definitely a lot more people that do it nowadays, but in the grand scheme of things, there's not that much of us doing this with that being said, there's also not a lot of companies that create stuff that's jujitsu related or jujitsu centralized with that being said, there's a lot of tournaments, but there's not a lot of tournaments. There isn't. So when it comes to any of this stuff, you would think it would be easier to be original wrong. What happens is people say, Oh, they're making money. They're doing tons of stuff doing this tournament. I'm going to do it too. Hence, comes up to evolve. Was it evolve your game? Yeah, evolve your game tournament that's coming up, which is whatever. I hate doing this because I always want to support the athletes, but they completely ripped off Third Coast Grappling. Like blatantly ripped off the logo, like ripped off the, the rules and stuff like that. So listen, as far as I'm concerned, you're not going to get any support from us if you're ripping off our boy. And then I found the other thing. Remember Jugo, the jujitsu card game? Yeah. Like we didn't end up really getting sponsored by them. It's all whatever. It's all good. But then someone completely stole their idea. So now there's some stupid like kombach uh, card game that is such a blatant ripoff, but they didn't put in the effort to, to really make their own artwork or make good artwork. And it's literally the exact same gameplay. It's like, come on, guys. Listen, it's not a gi. 
you know, gi, a gi well, design is a gi design. It's a uniform. But if you're going to create something, be original, man. Like, well, that's exactly it. Just do your own work. You know, like, like the I understand if you, if you think, I understand if you think you can make somebody's existing idea better, idea better. You know, I, I can, but that can involves get, making the idea better, not just taking right, it. Right. Not just taking it. the same. Right. No, 100%. Like, you know, that's, Listen, that's guys, what it comes down to. But, be cool. But, don't steal. Don't steal people's ideas, man. I hated that. I've always hated that. I, I can't stand when people do that. But you're blatantly ripping off the logo. You cannot have the almost the exact same logo. And because so, it's happened to me, someone stole my logo for Sounder Marketing, and people try to steal my company name too. I mean, granted, there's going to be companies the same name, but to sit there and take the exact same name and almost the exact same logo, no, uh, uh, homie, don't play that. Stuff does not fly like that, man. So it's. Yeah, that's going on, but you'll never get any support from us if you're ripping off our people like that with almost the exact same logo. And you can go ahead and tag them. There's been people tagging um, people that we've talked about, like whether it's good or bad. If you're tagging someone off of neg something negative that we said, let me tell you this. Let me get this right up close. I don't care. And there's nothing that we will ever say on this podcast that we're not going to say to somebody's face. I do not care. So and we don't need what we say nine times out of 10 is not even, we're not even ever that negative. Yeah. It's very rarely. We say are we that it, it's going to be the truth. And just because we're the only ones with the cojones to sit there and say it on a podcast. Well, you don't think we know that there's thousands of people listening. Like we know, we know it's going to get back around. I don't really care just because I don't take the effort to go and tag them into the description of listen, tag them. They got something to say. They can hit me up. We're not hard to find. That's the one thing people don't want. It's like, I'm not hard to find. Look, I'm right here. I'm right here. You can hit me up on Instagram. See right down there. There's the Instagram. Everything's right down there. If you're listening to just a podcast, it's in the description. You can tag me on whatever. I promise you it's not going to happen. Listen, and I've had tons of great conversations. There's people that have reached out and pointed out mistakes of things that we might have said. Full on, we'll have the conversation, no problem. If I made a mistake, 100%, like I'll take it. I'll take the consideration. But if you're getting mad because we called out you flipping out at a tournament, getting like thrown out or something else may happen that we talked about, it, I don't care. Was it like, remember, um, was it uh, The Fugitive? It's like, I didn't kill her. I, I don't care. I, yeah. <laughs> I that, don't was, care. that was a great scene. Yeah, that was classic. I didn't kill her. Tommy Lee Jones, I don't care. <laughs> that's just, you say with sarcasm. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. I don't care. What I care about though is being honest to people in jujitsu, especially when you're talking about white belts and new people that are coming in and stuff like that. When you're telling me all this BS about oh, there's respect. Yes, there is respect. There's tons of people that we have different uh opinions in jujitsu. I hundred percent respect them. But don't come at me acting like there's no violence in the world, like there's no beef between academies, between coaches, between students. What's that? Uh -uh. Beef is there, baby. I love the beef. Give me the beef. Uh, what are you doing, bro? I'm waiting are for you, you to talk about beef. Oh, speaking <laughs> of beef. No, speaking you're, of you're calling out the internet. I'm just waiting for you to be done. Listen, did you see what happened with uh, Tody, uh, Tody, Cody Garbrandt? No, I did not. He got kicked off of a Southwest Airlines flight. 
Why? What did he do? Was he angry? Did they make him try to make him wear a mask? And you don't. No, know, yeah, they made his kid. He's got a, like a two-year-old kid uh, on the plane, and obviously trying to get a kid to put on a mask doesn't happen. So they were. That like, is so. It's so. Listen, hold on. I'm just gonna say, if you can't handle your kid and you can't make your kid listen to the rules, I don't give a fuck. Follow the rules. That's the way no, that it goes. No, it's, it's a two-year-old kid. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Oh, Manage I kids. do. Listen, if my parents made me, hey, you need to wear this face mask to go fly when I was a kid, I'd be like, all right, let's do this. We're not this. at two years old. 100%. 100%. You can no call my mom way. right now. You can no call my mom way. right You didn't now. have to wear no I mask was, at two years old. I was a respectful child that listened no, you to my were, elders. No, you were a dirtbag of a child. No, that's when I turned 16. No, you, no. But when I was two years two old. Two years old, you can't. I, Two years old, are you're still pooping in your pants and rubbing it on your friends' Listen, faces. I wasn't doing it at 30. It don't matter. It don't matter. I still listen to my yeah. parents. You could, I, I promise you, you could ask my mom right now. And if I was told to do something, I would do it. That's it. I don't care. It's not my fault your little badass kids don't sit there and listen to you. But, but on the other side of things, Cody posted up two videos where, like, bro, you're covered in tattoos, which already scares people enough, which it shouldn't. But you're a professional fighter coming at people aggressively on a flight. One of the flight attendants like locked herself in the bathroom because she was so scared. But they kicked them out. They kicked them out. So I'll read you exactly what happened. So by the way, kids two and under don't have to wear masks. They do in Southwest Airlines. Mm -hmm. Let me read you right here. All right. So I'll read you the article. Earlier today, ex-UFC champ Cody No Love Carbrandt posted two videos to Instagram uh, documenting an argument between himself and different employees on the Southwest plane before takeoff, beginning with, according to Garbrandt, the removal of his son from the plane due to not wearing a mask. The video shows the bantamweight chasing a flight attendant before arguing with another, then making his way into the cockpit to confront maskless pilots before leaving the plane himself, which is federal offense, just so you know. In a statement to MMA Junkie, a spokesperson for Southwest responded to the incident. Quote, we regret this family experienced any inconvenience during their travel. However, federal law requires Southwest to ensure every person aged two and over to wear a mask at all times throughout a flight, including during boarding and deplaning. In this situation, the customers opted not to fly on Southwest and they were offered a full refund for their tickets. So, two and over. Yeah. So what this tells you is Southwest doesn't know anything about children. Good. They're not supposed to. I don't want them to know about children. I want them to know about flying planes. I don't give a crap what Southwest knows about. Well, kids. then make your rules where you understand that a two-year-old is is does not have the capacity. It was not Southwest. It was federal guidelines. It doesn't so matter. I don't care whose guidelines mean they are. It doesn't matter. It's federal. It doesn't like, matter because to. it's stupid. It's a two-year-old. Listen, 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 buddy, relax. I don't disagree Two with years you. old. I'm not agreeing with you. Listen, I don't like the fact that there's a speed limit, but I obey it. I wish I could hit a buck 20 no, in my car. You don't, you don't expect a two-year-old to, to hit obey a buck anything. <laughs> listen, you, you, again, two years old, I obeyed my elders. I knew better once I grew up. But at that point, here's the thing. He's not wrong for getting upset, right? I'd be pissed off too. That's why I don't have kids. Fuck them. But 
you got to still follow the rules, man. Like, if the rule on the plane is like, hey, you can't take your pants off and take a crap in the middle of the aisle. No. You, There's no. a federal law against that, I'm sure. No. You can't no, sit there. No. Are you going to get mad if a kid takes a... You cannot hold a child to the same standard that you hold an adult. Listen, I'm not disagreeing you with do you. It. But the law is the law, damn it, Sean. You got to follow the I've law. I've seen you break laws, multiple laws. Allegedly, but, but I am an adult. I don't know better. Right. The kids do. They listen to the adult. <laughs> it's so stupid. I hate but, I hate this. I can't wait till this is all friggin' Oh, yeah. Over. No, I can't wait for it either. And it's funny because it's just kind of like, I mean, it sucks. It sucks that there, there's still people getting sick. It's there. But, man, once this is all over, it's uh, – here's what my concern is. I don't want this to be something now that they try and do every 10 years where every 10 years, Oh, we got a new one. Everybody lock up. No. Well, they saw how well it worked this time. Here's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to get into it because I'll say stuff that probably get us in trouble. Yeah. But listen, but, but it's, you know, come on anyway. So at least Cody got his, his money back. The family got their money back. But again, it's tough to try and control a two-year-old, but listen, if you're going to get on the flight, you better be ready to make sure. Listen, I will duct tape that damn mask under that kid's face. I'm trying to get the hell out of Dodge, and I'm taking if, Listen, if you're flying Southwest, life is shitty enough as it is, all right? You don't need to make it anywhere else, all right? Because Southwest is not the best. You know what you're getting. Southwest and Spirit are like this. You want that $20 ticket? You better know you're walking into the Thunderdome. Like anything goes if you're flying Southwest or if you're flying Spirit. It's just the way that it is. Um, yeah, but again, it's a two-year-old. Listen, you could be one. I don't care. Rules the rules. Tell yeah. them. So, oh, so here's the other one. Finally, they actually gave uh, Bouchesha uh, a fight. I mean, uh, hopefully he doesn't get injured again. So he Bouchesha, didn't get injured last time. The other dude pulled out. No, no, the other dude fought. Bouchesha got injured. No, the yeah. other dude pulled out the, the big black dude, the he African fought. dude. Curing, like, no, let's see. Uh, no, you're wrong. He yes, didn't I pull am. out. No, you're you're 100% wrong. The winningest IBJJF world jiu-jitsu champion, by the way, horrible way to start an article, whoever that uh, writer is. That's a horrible way to start an article. And I'm not even a writer, and I can tell you that. And, jiu and, and English is not even my main, my first language. It's my third. Do better. Um. World Jiu-Jitsu champion of all time with 13 wins, Marcus Bouchesh Almeida was set to make his MMA debut date set for his, again, whoever wrote this must have been sleeping. He was supposed to make his debut on February 24th for one championship in Singapore, but he had to postpone his debut because of an injury. You got to tell me, bro, this is my life. This is what I do. Anyway, healed up. Uh, now fully recovered, Bouchesh is now ready to make his debut at one against the Korean G1 Kang on the seventh he's a, he's a little bit of a thick boy um so match is coming we're gonna finally get to see bushesha's mma debut uh let me see this guy's record i haven't looked what his record i think he's like oh and oh or oh and one um but he's a thick boy uh g1 king g1 the mighty warrior king is his name uh let's see oh no he's uh, oh he's five and oh he's fought five different dudes Ooh, 
Oh, that might not be good. He's won every one of his fights by TKO in the first round or either TKO or knockout. Two KOs, three TKOs in the first round. Ooh, that's not a bad, that's not a bad start, man. That's not a good start for, for Ushesha. Are you still searching stuff, dude? Are you paying attention? Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking for the other dude that he was supposed to fight. He fought. Who did? The guy fought. Pretty sure he fought. I think his name, like, didn't they call him, like, uh, I don't want to say it, because, like, let's see. Ushesha MMA debut 1FC. And it was, nope. Yeah, here we go. To make Singalese. Singalese, yeah, he was a Singalese wrestler. Yeah. It is Rugrug, yeah, Kane. That's what it was. Umar Kane. Roy, Roy, I wish I knew how to say that right because it kind of does sound cool. Um, but, but, but he fought super slow internet like I'm fighting right now. Come on, man. Topology. He fought. There you go. The 29th against Elaine Ningalani and won by ground and pound round one yeah i remember watching the highlights bro this is what i do this is what i do what are you googling i just told it to you i understand but tonight this is going to be like the highlight podcast it's twice in one episode that i got you to admit that you were wrong it's like this is good this is good you're 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 getting better you're improving our 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 therapy sessions are, are working it's good but the guy's five and oh all by ko's i mean that's big boy weight too so that's i'm hoping it doesn't end up being like a a hadolfo like damian Maya kind of thing where he gets like knocked out i hope that's not the case he's it's probably going to be easier because kane fighting kane like who's a a wrestler would have been really bad i kind of think he might have faked it might have faked the injury it's kind of hard to heal up that fast but I don't think Bushesha would do that. Uh, yeah, why would he? A lot of fighters do that. There's a lot of fighters that say, oh, I'm injured. I'm injured. You don't get to get out of 1FC. You fight, you fight. Why don't you ask, uh, uh, what you may call it, um, Sage Northcutt. I actually asked Cosmo that question. I was like, what did you think when they told you Sage Northcutt was going to be your fight? He's like, I don't even know who he was. He's like, I had no clue who he was before that. I'm like, Why? He's like, yeah, I had no clue who he was. He's like, my friend came to pick me up at the airport and said, so you got a fight yet or what? He's like, yeah, some North, North something. He's like, Sage Northcut. He's like, yeah. He's like, bro, are you, how do you not fucking know this guy? So it's typical Cosmo fashion. He doesn't care. He just wants to fight. I, I love that. But a lot of fighters do that. It's like, yeah, they'll agree to it. And then they'll pull out last minute. Like, oh, I got an injury. Cause you can't say no. You said yes, I, you just got injured. So we'll see. That one's going to be, uh, what was the date that we said? The 26th? Yeah, April 7th. April 7th is going to be the, uh, the fight. So I'm going to let that one play out before we start throwing our, our opinions out there. I want to see as we get closer to 
to the actual fight um, to see what happens. I think if he takes it to the ground early, then we'll be good to go. Um, my whole thing, my whole thing with with specialists. <clears throat> when did Boucher say he was done with jujitsu? Oh, years ago. Four years ago now? Five? No, it hasn't been that long. Four, yeah, four. Oh yeah, yes oh. because yes because he started like doing um he did like ADCC saying, like done done like you're saying done done when he, he said, did he did ADCC so yeah but he was done like competing like uh in the big tournaments consistently like worlds and stuff he well yeah worlds, but I'm talking like, about years ago grappling yeah no, I'm talking about grappling so so like so that ADCC was his last one where uh, Gordon won. Yeah, by two points, I think. Mm-hmm. So, so it's been a couple of years, right? Yeah. So, what my whole thing is is, I'm wondering, like, who, like, does he just do striking for the last couple of years? Who Bushesha? Yeah, like, no. like it's obviously wrestling, wrestling and striking. Yeah. Well, I guess the the key is with MMA is mixing it up, right? That's yeah. that's what makes a a, a a a champion a champion is when you can mix up the arts. Well, but coming from such a heavy grappling history, like you know, what, that it takes a lot. To, like I've seen people try to become strikers and i mean yeah like you said damian maya look at look how long it took him to get like decent good at striking well i mean look at jacare jacare took him like the longest time but then his striking got pretty good or say sergio Moraes. sergio Moraes became a really really good striker where he was dangerous i mean there's there's tons of guys like that i mean um Bushesha made the announcement that he was going to switch to mma a long time ago and i remember this because then he got injured and it was the same a little bit after the injury is when I met him the first time when I was with Gilbert in Sao Paulo. So I remember sitting there and asking him and like seeing what was going on. So he was trying to make the switch to MMA years and years ago, and he just kept on messing up his ACL. So listen, and I agree with you. The, the, the problem is, Striking is one of those things where your body becomes so fluid in the emotion that it's easy to spot a bullshitter. Like it's easy to spot someone that's got bad striking. It doesn't mean that they don't have power, that they can't land a punch, but you can tell his body has not been trained to move in this way. That's why you still get, you know, you got Floyd Mayweather so far above everybody else is because the way he moves, even you never got to meet meet Chris Algieri, right? The boxer. Uh, He's been on the podcast. He was on the podcast uh, I did with um, Corey Peacock and stuff. And I asked him, like, he's like, dude, when I saw him the first time, it was the weirdest thing. He's like, it's like watching a panther move. He's like, everything is so smooth and deliberate that it's almost just weird coming from a human body. So it's the same thing. It's when you see someone that's really good at jujitsu, it's kind of awkward to watch that flow. You're like, how do you know to move that way at that time? Man, striking is the same way. You get someone that's good at striking. I mean, it's tougher at the heavyweights, but you get a good yeah, striker. Well, 
you're you're in for a world of hurt especially if yeah. it's a striker that knows how to keep a wrestler grappler away with a simple jab or something or or knows how I to mean, stuff a takedown oof. like look at uh what's his name who's who, he's fighting uh he's fighting stipe in a rematch in a rematch Nagano. Uh, Nagano, yeah dude He's got just natural raw power. I don't know if it's raw. I mean, you know, it'd be a little, a little bit of the. Old it could be. There could be a little bit of. Could be a little bit of the acai. That man. Um, but I doubt it. I mean, I doubt it. You, yeah, I doubt it. Those the, the like he's just got incredible genetics. Oh yeah. And That's, he, you know what his job was, right? He was a ditch digger. Yeah, he was a ditch digger. Or he, like he picked up sand or whatever. He dug sand for. Um, for sandbags or something like that, something crazy. Listen, all I know is if you ever seen anybody from like Senegal, like Nigeria, they have crazy, like good genetics there. It's like, you see people from Senegal, they're like beautiful people. They all have like the most amazing, like facial structures and stuff. Have you ever seen the statue that they have too? They have an awesome, huge statue in Senegal. Look at what? Uh, I want to say it's like a couple or something like that. Um, couple of what? couple like human beings let's see senegal statue yeah it's called the african renaissance monument it's really really cool but yeah there's like i mean it man i want to see what his striking is because i remember the first post he ever made with him striking pads for bushesha and i was just like oh Please, please take your time. Take your time, my man. So I'm assuming he's working with like Cattell Kubis um, at American Top Team. And Cattell is um, like, I think he was like Anderson Silva's striking coach for a little while too. Cattell is a beast. He actually fought Cosmo. He lost to Cosmo. It was like years and years ago. But Cattell is an awesome, awesome striking coach. So we'll see, man. Uh, I'm Like I said, I'm... Oh, it's a family. What? The, the statue is a yeah, family. Yeah, it's a family. But it's cool, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm reserving my opportunity to see how that fight's gonna go until I see closer to fight night and make sure that he follows all the way through with it and see what's going on. We'll go from there, man. I just, you know, I don't. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's chomping at the bit, though. After watching the Hadolfo match, he might be thinking, well, he knows what not to do now. Yeah. Considering he trained with him to help him, like for the fight too, but. Yeah, the Hadafo fight, it happens anyway. You got rocked. You get rocked, it is like you know. and that drove it drove me nuts how everybody was talking about, you know, jujitsu and everything like that. I'm like, no, dude, get punched. Every punch you get in the face changes the dynamic of that fight. He got tapped out by a purple belt. No, he got tapped out by another fighter who had just beat the crap out of him. I mean, he did technically get tapped out by a purple belt. No, I understand that. But. ADCC champion got tapped out by a purple belt. Listen, if I was that purple belt, you damn well better believe I'd be bragging about it low key. I wouldn't do it publicly, but for sure it'd be like, yeah, well, I tapped out a ADCC champ. What did you do with your life? You know what I mean? Did you watch the fights last night? Yeah. Dude, how sick was Amanda Nunes? Oh, dude, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't, I like, I was expecting it to be. One-sided. I was not expecting, like, utter destruction. Like, I wasn't expecting 
total domination. I don't think I Megan did. Anderson landed anything. I did. I 100% knew it was going to happen. Nobody is touching Amanda anytime soon. We would have to get Holly home like six, seven years ago to be training like an animal to maybe have a chance to it. Amanda hits like a heavyweight man. All right. I've watched her hit pads. I've watched her spar stuff like that when I've had the opportunity to go to American Top Team and stuff. That lady is like a damn man. I would never want to sit there and take a shot from her. There's there's male MMA fighters. I'll be like, oh, for sure. Like, I'll spar with them before I'd be like, I'll spar with Amanda Nunez. F that. No thanks, man. She hits like a brick house. And that's who would you who would you rather spar with? Amanda Nunez? Or or Tyrone Spong. Are we doing MMA sparring? Or are we doing like jujitsu? We're doing like striking. What are we doing? We're doing striking. Ugh. Yeah, see, that's like, one of the I'll that's tell you that, right now, I would, I'd rather I'd, I'd rather I'll take go Amanda. Amanda. I'll go against Amanda. I, I don't, I don't think think about that. It's like I'll go with Amanda, but that's kind of like that's kind of not fair because if you're asking me, hey, would you want to go spar against Mighty Mouse or would you want to go spar against Amanda? I'd be like, I'll go spar with Mighty Mouse. If you would tell me, hey, go spar with I don't know, Chris Weidman or Amanda Nunez. I'll probably say I'll go spar with Chris Weidman. All I know is this is what's funny is is last night after, you know, listening to them ask her what's next, what's next, what's next. She's one of the people that I go, who? Amanda. No, I'm saying like, who who, who can she go after next? Well, here's what I was going to say. The only thing she could kind of do, and this is going to sound weird, maybe even sexist, is fight dudes. I'd like to. She made the joke. I forget who she said she wanted to fight. I think think it was like Kofi or something, right? Well, I doubt it was. It might have been Kofi. I don't know. But here's the thing. If you put her at 145 against a 140 pound, 145 pound dude, or 35, I guess, you know, the 145. Uh, what's that? Who's at 145? I can't think right now. I don't think she fights 140. I think that's above her weight class. She's, she's at 25 and 35. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, all right. So who's at 135? Like Dominic Cruz or something, right? By the way. Oh, can we talk about that? Hold on. So you watched the Dominic Cruz fight, right? Yes. So you heard his post fight. Yeah. With Hans. Yeah, you know Hans. Yeah, I, I, that had to be a joke. No, there's no joke. That's not a joke. That's 100% true. What he said, it was 100% too, true. 110% true. I've seen it myself. So, because it's not going to be like, you know, listen, everybody knows. Anybody who is an athlete that's had to work with him, like, I listen, I don't think I'm getting a monster sponsorship anytime soon. And, like, Monsters pretty much a good company. I've never heard anything bad about them. Obviously they have tons of people, but it's him. I've seen text messages from him asking people, Hey bro, can you post my, can you post that video for me? Can you, can you comment on it? Can you retweet it? Can you re like, and if you say no, dude, you're done. You're done. Especially if you're a monster athlete or something like that. And if he ever does, uh, if he ever does you a favor, you're fucked. You're fuck. He owns you. Like, oh, oh, so yeah. Now you're on my shit list, bro. I've heard, I've seen him sit there and tell people, oh, you're on my shit list now, bro. You're never gonna get nothing from me over something like s- small and petty. 
Like a hundred percent. What Dominic Cruz said was 110% true. And there's only a handful of people with the balls to sit there and say, so those videos and stuff, like you see him when like kicking the, like the Pringles can and stuff like that yeah. out of like, yeah, all that's, that's all fake. And it's, he forces people to post that. He forces people to post that. So he can sit there and say like, Oh, these are my friends, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, 110% true. 110% true. Like I've, I, I don't know if it is, man. I like, I really Sean, don't know. Sean. I'm telling you, I've read the text messages. I've seen the DMs that he, where he literally says that to people. I've literally, I am not going to name the athletes that I work with that I, because obviously I'm not trying to like fuck up their relationship, but I'm telling you, I've seen the text message directly from Hans that say that. So when Dominic Cruz said, hundred percent, dude, listen, I was a Dominic Cruz fan before he, I, I posted it last night. I'll vote him for fucking president now. I'll, 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 I'll reserve. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to. I'm saying it. Yeah, I'll, I'll reserve. I, I you like again. I, I think it's a joke. No, Sean, it's not a joke. How do you know? I got all right. I'll I'll send you the other like messages and stuff that I have. That I'll. That well, I'll no, I, I looked. I looked. So what I did is I went on Hans's page today, and I went on Dominic's page today. Uh huh. Um, because I wanted to see what you know each had for for the other one. Well, Hans right? didn't post like, anything. Right. And, and oh, Hans the last right now, thing I like, saw, uh-huh. the last thing I saw, let me, let me pull it up. Um, was oh, that wasn't, is that your ringtone? No, that was a video. So the last thing I saw uh-huh. was from <clears throat> on Hans's page on um, Valentine's day. Okay. Okay. So he did a voiceover of whatever Dominic was actually saying in that video. Yeah. Shake yeah, and bake. Happy Valentine's Day. And that's probably what I'm assuming happened is that like Hans was trying to get him to post something. Yeah, but Dominic posted something on that. Eight pounds, 11 ounces, sweet baby Jesus. So it doesn't like. I don't see it going. All right, I'll I'll send you the text messages and the like the stories and everything that I have for like people that have had to deal with him. Like well, not I get yeah, I mean, I, I and look, I'm I'm not saying that it's wrong, but what I'm saying is 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 I don't think I think Dominic is setting up some kind of a, a fun event. Mm-mm. Nope. Because Dana White had to play um well, I saw, but that was because he had to make fake, make good with um, with monster, with monster themselves. No, but I brought, no. With- Listen, I I promise you on on everything that everything that Dominic said is a hundred percent true, and everything that like there's tons and tons of people that had the same like story. Like if he's just if he can take advantage of you, he will, and like if he can use you to benefit himself, a hundred percent he would. And trust I me, know, I used to be I used to be a fan of the guy. I followed him like I thought like it was funny. And then I started hearing all the stories and seeing text messages and stuff like no. He treated uh, Temple very well. Like he 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 sent me a box full of stuff, man. He, that's fine. He, it's like you know, that's because I, I, he didn't... I, again I just I, I I I again I think it's a joke, but time mm. will tell. No, nope. we'll find out. I Listen, think it's a joke between the, those two. I don't think so. Uh hundred percent I don't think so. Like, I would love to see the calls though. 
The calls? I would love to see the text between them right now. Oh, I'm sure. No, I'm sure Monster's... If it's real, I'd love to see it. Monster is probably doing some kind of, like, internal, like, uh, damage control and seeing, like, what the hell, like, he's done and things like that, but... Yeah, more... if, it's re- if it's real... No, like... 100%. Oh, man, I'm telling you, it's real. No, no, I'm saying if this situation is real. If, if, if Dominic okay. really does have that kind of a beef, that'll be enough to... That that it could you know, it could cost cost Hans his his, his job there. Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like it could, but I think also they for sure they know, because that kind of stuff they know. But listen, all that kind of shit. You people, you treat people like like garbage and stuff, and you manipulate people and stuff like that. At one point or another, all that stuff's gonna come out. Especially now with like you know the way that that cancel culture and stuff is like i'm not saying to cancel the guy i'm just saying if you didn't like if you done dirty stuff man it's gonna come out it's gonna come out but i can tell you that tons of people that i know got stories and i i'll I'll show you two i'll show you two actually someone that you and i know has stories too and like i gotta call him up and talk to him like because he's like oh wait till you hear my stories so it, it's there, man. Listen, it's there. It is what it is. But I think it's time that we call it a night. We got stuff to do. As always, love my brother here, Sean. Put your head closer this way. Put your head closer this way. Other way, other way, other way. I got to go this way. Well, on me, it's there. On me, it's this way. It's my camera. There you go. It's my big guy here. There you go. So thanks so much for joining us. For those of you who have been hitting me up about the shirts, they're going to come out this week. We're going to set up the store so you guys can pick up your own shirt. I do not have any inventory. They come straight from the shop. They're made to order. So yeah, don't, don't be asking for free shirts. Yeah. There's, there's, listen, I had to buy his. I had to buy his shirt. We don't have any inventory. They're made to order. It helps us save money, obviously. Um, FYI, the studio is going to be gone soon. I'm moving. Uh, I'm going to bring everything in-house just to try and help save some money. But it's going to be cool. It's going to be a, a little bit cleaner layout, which I know Sean is going to like. Um, I like clean of, lines. You're going, to have to, you're going to have to help me repaint this place once I take all this stuff off. Um, but awesome stuff coming out. Thank you so much for joining us. Big thank you again to our newest sponsor, AJG Fight. If you're looking to get a clean, lightweight gi pressed for competition, AJG Fight has the heat press. Custom make designs, whatever you can think of, they can do it. Check out AJG Fight on Instagram. Tell them we sent you. You'll get the hookup. They'll take care of you. Customer service, top to bottom, and you're going to be happy with the final product. I promise you that. Also, don't forget to check out all of our other sponsors, Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co., Choke Aloha, Giraffe Choke. Thank you so much to everybody that's been tuning in. Please hit the subscribe button if you like it. Hit the notification bell so you know the next episode. Follow us everywhere. Don't forget to check out the Twitch channel. We got lots of cool new games coming out that we're going to be jumping in on, and uh, that's it for us, bro. All right. Catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.